This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, Episode 438, Powerful Political IELTS Vocabulary for an Eight and Higher. You are listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. We believe in connection, not perfection, and we're here to show you how to get the score that you need on your next IELTS exam. Find out why our strategies are the most powerful in the IELTS world and get your free video masterclass at allearsenglish.com forward slash I-N-S-I-D-E-R. Now, let's get to the show. Today, you'll learn five words and phrases to definitely raise your vocabulary score in writing task two and speaking part three when talking about politics and government. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, Lindsay, what's going on in Boston, Massachusetts? (laughs) (laughs) Out here in Boston, Massachusetts, things are good. Let's see what's going on. Well, I'm getting ready to go down to the beach this weekend, which should be fun. Get some salt air in my hair, all that good stuff. Awesome. I haven't got to the beach yet, but that's okay because James and I are going for a whole week um, in a little beach town in California with our family. So that's we'll we'll great. fit in all the beach time in one week. It's going to be so good. Going to be so good. I love the... So you're going to California. Are you driving the Pacific Coast Highway? No, we're going down the middle because uh, it's a okay. long trip and he's six. Yeah. So we're, we're yeah, yeah we're going to go down the middle of California, which I think we still get to go through the Redwood Forest, which, oh, you know, awesome. I can explore with James. Um, yeah. We're staying in like a small town sort of in the middle of nowhere, um, which yeah. is also fun. I just like exploring new places with him. Yeah, um, absolutely. So, yeah. And the cool. and plus like that coastal highway is so curvy and <laughs> it's, so it's kind of dangerous. Uh, oh yeah, it's totally so dangerous. That kind of worries me. <laughs> yeah, you got a lot of trucks coming up it and winding yeah. winding around and logging trucks and things. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Yep. It's nuts. I even rode uh, with a friend. We rode bicycles in our like early 20s from mm. San Francisco up to Oregon on that highway. And oh, there's like I wouldn't do that now. I could only make a decision, like a dumb decision like that in my 20s, because there was like yeah. no room for us on that road. It was scary. <laughs> I don't know how you did that. Wow. <laughs> Crazy. Okay. So we had a question from a student in our Facebook group, guys, in our course. And um, he was asking about uh, vocabulary to describe politics. And at first, I wasn't sure how to answer this because it's, politics doesn't necessarily come up explicitly on the ta- on the exam. I mean, like uh, topics like religion and politics, they're not going to ask you about specifically because these topics are so contentious that that's that's not necessarily what how we want to have a conversation with you on the exam. <laughs> um, but nonetheless, I mean, especially these days, right? Politics are intertwined with so much else: um, healthcare, education, immigration. 
conversation, right? Like politics is Mm -hmm. everywhere these days. So I think it is important, nevertheless, to get some high level words or phrases here. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, impress the examiner. Again, we talk about vocabulary and for writing and speaking, and it's about setting yourself apart from the others. Yes. And these phrases, these words and phrases today, guys, are so high level. I mean, this is this is these aren't just seven. These are like eight plus words like these. Yeah. Amazing. Of course, we were inspired uh, in making this list through reading The New York Times. So, you know, they're high level. (laughs) Exactly. And you know that most other IELTS candidates are not doing that, guys. They're looking at word lists from IELTS uh, textbooks, probably, right? So these definitely will set you apart and make you uh, appear to be a different student, a different level student. Yeah. Oh, completely, completely. Um, okay. So this first phrase is, is, it's a longer phrase, but I, it just really struck me. It really impressed me as soon as I saw it. Um, so, um, a person, right? A politician cast himself or herself as a something. So in this case, um, the politician cast himself as a defender of values, which means Mm. this person is um, uh, trying to present this image of what they want you to think they are, right? So this person, okay, just Trump, it was Trump, but Trump wants you to think he's defending (laughs) values, like that's his image. So I really like this as a phrase, like what does this person think of himself? What does he want you to think of him? So that's a really yeah, what's good the phrase. image that he's I love that if we if we want to remember what that means thinking about like a cast in a in a play you know what I mean the, Ooh, the cast yeah. is the group of people who are you know what are you what is what are you casting as you know what I mean what are you going to be totally. who are you going to be what image are you portraying yeah I did not make that connection right away. That's perfect. That makes no. it way easy to remember. Okay, awesome. <laughs> um, and then Lindsay, what's the next word? This is an awesome word. Well, I like this because we can talk about this in different forms. So the first one is clash, like to clash, right? So to have mm-hmm. an extreme kind of um, disagreement or to rub yeah. up against someone else in the, the wrong way, right? You have a disagreement. You don't work together. You have a fight. And then we have the yeah. phrase clash, uh, clash of civilizations, right? You like that one, That's Jessica? Great. So, yep. yeah. So the yep. first as the verb, right? To clash. And guys, just to remind you, all of these words, this is for speaking part three and writing task two. Okay. These are all formal academic words. So, um, clash as a verb and then clash as a noun. Same thing, like, um, an argument and an extreme, um, fight, right? A clash of mm-hmm. civilizations. It just means like whole entire groups of people that just completely do not agree with each other just they met and there were fireworks because it was so bad (laughs) yep yeah and you can this can be applied to a bunch of things like you could say a clash of values right we have a clash of values our values don't agree or clash of cultures even when when cultures come against each other Right. Yeah. Yeah. This is a very versatile word, guys. Like, I think um, I mean, this is political vocabulary, but these words, they're not specifically for politics. Right. Like these high level words and phrases could be used in so many aspects. Um, So the next one I also really like rebuke. So rebuke is Mm. a verb and it means to scold. Right. So the example we took it from uh, Trump rebukes the media. 
So we 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 can understand it from that sentence, right? Because he's always saying, <laughs> yeah. "Nope, you're lying. You're wrong." So he's scolding them. Yeah. So you could use this to describe yeah. uh, parents or teachers scolding uh, children, telling them where they're right or wrong. Because questions like that come up a lot in speaking part three. Mm, yeah, that's and that's a big one. It's in the media a lot. I mean, that's that's happening a lot with Trump and the way he talks to the media. It's incredible. We don't need to get into yeah. politics now, but just I don't oh know. My God. It's insane. It's shocking. <laughs> and the, the media is fighting back, man. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. It's like, they oh, it's be. just a, cl- a clash of organizations we've never seen before. Um, so uh, <laughs> now we're going to do a positive word. Um, hospitable. What is that mean? Oh, hospitable means to kind of be kind of making someone comfortable, I would say, you know, so if you are a hospitable host, like you can or your place is hospitable, it's comfortable for people to stay there, or you make people feel welcome or comfortable. Mm -hmm. Hello, wonderful IELTS Energy listeners. If you would like to learn the strategies and skills to get an eight on your next speaking exam, just like Katerina from Chile, who just got that amazing score, check out the Three Keys IELTS Success System. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash K-E-Y-S. Yeah, making people feel welcome. So, um, how, what does this have to do with politics? Well, um, if your leader, like Trump, is traveling abroad right now, uh, as we're recording this. So, if you're talking about, um, people visiting your country, politicians or organizations visiting your country, or your leaders traveling abroad, like, what is the host nation doing to make this person feel hospitable, right? Or to be mm-hmm. hospitable towards this person, I should say. So, exactly. Yeah making someone feel welcome and comfortable. Um, And then this last word I really love, and this Mm. is applicable in a wide variety of situations and answers, Mm. um, the noun rhetoric. So Mm. I actually had an English class in high school that was called rhetoric. Did you have that Mm. in high school? I didn't have that class. That sounds interesting. What did you learn? It was all about like vocabulary and uh, creative ways to describe things. Cool. So that's what rhetoric means, guys. It's oh, that's just, cool. It's the lang- Yeah. Oh man, that was my favorite class. It was. It's. It just means the language we use to talk. So, um, mm. it could be. It could be good or bad, right? So mm. I think we often in talking about politics, we often use it in a negative sense, right? So, yeah. um, it's like we're politicians are really good at talking around things. Like not directly answering things, but talking in ways <laughs> that only get out messages that they want. So the rhetoric, and I like the verb spouted, uh, the rhetoric spouted by so-and-so um, seemed to suggest something or yeah. the rhetoric, uh, let's see, how else could we use that? Well, it could mm. be a positive way. Like there mm-hmm. was, um, the the speech was full of positive rhetoric towards the host country, for example. Mm, I like that. I like that. So a way of communicating an idea or your point of view in a, in a, or just generally communication. Yeah, just, just language, words. I think yeah. the definition can be quite simple, but, but the way we use it is really like high level. Love that. Love that. So good. And so again, where will these words come up on the test, Jessica? Where can the, our listeners use them? 
So in writing task two, I could imagine um, you being able to use this in uh, talking about like problem solution essays. Um, mm. Also, any like argument or opinion essays having to do with um, laws or government in any way, because, mm. you know, that can be connected to, like I said, healthcare, education, um, language learning, parenting. Like there's so, so many much. ways we could apply this. And also all of those same topics would come up in speaking part three. Um, in speaking part two, sometimes you're asked to describe a law, a politician, uh, someone in the news. So any of those, uh, these words would apply as well. Yeah. And just keep in mind, guys, the, uh, where we found these words is in the New York Times. And so you want to be reading papers as much as you can, exposing yourself to that culture of thinking, you know, you know, seeing these words on a regular basis, that should be part of your preparation. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I, I can't tell you how many students that I've worked with who, um, are improving their scores and their vocabulary, yeah. um, by reading the New York Times and then applying these things they've learned, the structures, the vocab, mm -hmm. applying these things within the IELTS confines, right? Like mm. applying them in ways that strategically raise their scores. So reading the paper, that's a great place to start. You need this culture of thinking. You need to prepare in this way, but you also need to balance that with test strategies, guys. So just keep in mind, you need you do need to apply these in the right ways. Yeah, absolutely. So important to keep in mind. Love it. So good. Any final any final thoughts, Jessica, before we close up today? Definitely practice using these words, these words, guys, to describe your own views on your government and even our government. I'm sure you mm -hmm. have opinions on our government. That's great. <laughs> but use use these words today to practice expressing your views. So it's not a difficult or uh, impossible thing on test day. Right. You can't have the first time that you're actually using them be on that test day in the speaking test. Right, Jessica, or on the writing That's test. It can't be the first time. It's that won't happen, guys. That's impossible. You're not going to be able to use them if you don't practice them. So, yeah, that's the next step is to practice them in your own answers. All right. Awesome. And in our course, we do give our listeners a list of vocabulary words, a very short list of vocabulary words that will bump up your score really quickly, guys. Right, Jessica, in our bonus section. Yeah. Yeah, cool. so this is a ten uh, a, a list of ten words that are not topic specific. Therefore, you can apply them to any topic. So yes. these ten words can be used to raise your vocabulary score for any topic in both writing task two and speaking part three. So good. So good. All right. So we're out of here for today, guys. If you want to get into the course, go to allearsenglish.com forward slash K-E-Y-S. And Jessica, I'll see you back on here very soon. All right. Sounds good. Enjoy the rest of your day. All right. You too. Take care. All right. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. And if you want to get tips from Lindsay and Jessica every week on how to get a seven on your next IELTS exam, be sure to subscribe to our podcast on your computer or on your smartphone. Thanks again and see you soon.